0: This week's topic is is an interesting one, at least for me. Why is that? Because we are getting into a product that is rife with a lot of Paul exhaling and eye rolling. Mm -hmm. But I really do sort of participate in certain aspects of the earthy crunchy
1: lifestyle. Well, here's the thing is that I think that we're going to come down on the same side on a lot of this. Because I think that, you know, even as as crunchy granola as I can be, I think that we're going to come down on the same side on a lot of this. Maybe for different reasons.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I hope Middle America uh, is holding on to something pretty tight. <laughs> and they want to bite down on something as well. Because we are... Uh, we're going organic, man. The show is going organic.
1: The show is going... No GMO, all organic, uh, gluten free. HFCS free. <laughs> yeah, there are no hydrofluorocarbons cor- in right. this episode. That's right. It's, no. uh, it's, uh, it's great for the ozone layer.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no CFCs, no BMWs. Uh-huh. Um, no. So, uh huh. So this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Cereal! 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 cereal. 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 Yeah, you know, when we talked about this week's um, cereal, this one was more recognizable to me than I thought originally. What do you mean? Like, I've seen this one in regular, air quote, grocery stores. (laughs) I uh, don't have any of the fancy grocery stores near me, so the option for a lot of organic, non-GMO... Free range vegan stuff is free not range. free range. It's not as recognizable to me, but this one has really broken through, and I've seen it available in just about every grocery store I've ever been to.
1: You know, I, I, we've we've brought this cereal up a couple of times, uh, you know, in passing, mostly as a joke. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm surprised that it's ubiquity too. It's it's kind of crazy how how far reaching it is.
0: So what we're going to talk about today is the Enviro Kids. Cereals from a company called Nature's Path. Nature's Path
1: to the Enviro Kids.
0: (laughs) Nature's Path is a all organic, fancy schmancy, earthy, crunchy food company. Enviro Kids is their cold cereal line that is more of what we would call a traditional breakfast cereal. And it's got it's the it's the cereal with the uh, animals on it.
1: It's a series with the animals on it. And doesn't like Enviro Kids sound like some kind of knockoff Captain Planet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels like a Nick Jr. kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, like a yeah, like a like a some kind of cross between Dora the Explorer and Captain Planet, but like mm-hmm. knockoff in some way.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's a house brand of toys for like um, a Toys R Us. It's like oh, I got it. I didn't get Barbie. I got Enviro Kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nature's Path, founded in 1985, they're headquartered in Richmond, British Columbia. That's also kind of cool. The first Canadian company we're talking about here on the Super Serial Podcast.
1: Yeah, Canadians getting into the act here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like a kind of a long
0: history, but you know, before 1985, they had their roots in a lot of family farms, um, healthy, conscientious farming and I was trying to figure out how to word this, but I mean, it's not paleo, but a lot of like ancient diets, like diets from ancient civilizations, like like it, <laughs>
1: like, like cavemen <laughs> eating bowls of cereal, like mil- milking the woolly mammoth to they can get some some, some yeah. cream. So this is what and this is what was really
0: just a little too much for me, but it was you know bread making practices derived from. Egyptian times like and I was
1: it's like uh, you know it's like it's just too much just because it's Egyptian doesn't mean that it's better than what we have currently have like we've made a lot of progress in making bread and like you don't have to buy you know Sara Lee Wonder Bread or whatever in order to get like a good bread you can just it doesn't have to be ancient in order for it to be good well what is that
0: ancient grain that we've talked about in the past uh quinoa I feel like it's something more ancient
1: more ancient than quinoa? <laughs> more ancient than quinoa. That's not a stone. There, I don't know that there is anything more ancient than quinoa. No, it's um, in like
0: the ancient grain cereal, the ancient grain breads. It's besides quinoa. It's not millet, but it's some <laughs> weird... Oh, uh, pharaoh. Oh, God. Of course the Egyptians made bread out of pharaoh.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's... Come on, You're better than that. You're you are better, better than, than that. that. Come on, <laughs>
0: ancient Egypt has sunk to my level of humor. Um, no, but it's something. I, like this. I think
1: that I think that it's because you have a paleo version of humor. It's just that—that's you know, <laughs> right. I'm a you, you, man you, humor. You, your humor is so ancient and so—it's really just like you're just being a, a much more pure version of humor. Is what you're using. People mm-hmm. think that it's terrible, but you're just using like a more pure version.
0: Yeah, of it. it's definitely unrefined. It's
1: mostly unrefined Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, So that kind of stuff So using those types of old um, grains That are good for you That we've been eating for a long time As a species So Mm -hmm. I read some of their I mean I really did a lot of reading And they have a really interesting website Lots of uh, community stuff Lots of blogs And again it's for a guy like me It's just This I want to, uh, like, that's the noise I want to make when I read everything. (laughs) Um, But they do have some impressive stats. I mean, just as a company and the things that they've accomplished, no matter how you feel about this type of thing, you know, a quick couple bullets here. In 1989, they built the first certified organic cereal processing plant in North America. Oh, wow. In Uh, in British Columbia. And in 1999, they built the second one in Washington State. Everything they have, every single product they sell. And this is Nature's Path. So not just the EnviroKids. Nature's Path, everything they sell is non-GMO, certified organic, and vegetarian. And many of their products are vegan and or gluten-free. So they started with this bread called manna bread, and that's now a, a complete line of breads and different types of spreads, like nut spreads and, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, they have tons of cereal products. They've got bars and cookies and waffles and uh, organic non-GMO vegetarian toaster pastries. Uh, so they've got a full product offering. What I really find interesting is it's almost like uh, kind of like an Amy's story, which I am a big fan of Amy's. So the Amy's story is that they wanted to have better, easy to prepare, ready to eat food that to serve their daughter, Amy. And they have sort of this thing about nature. Nature's path has that same thing. They want to have good food that's ready to eat. So uh, let's get right into EnviroKids. EnviroKids. This is the first time I ever purchased and tried this product. Yeah, me too. Which one? Oh, so I'm going to go through their products real quick. Yeah. I, based off their website, I was able to find seven uh, cold cereals out of the Enviro Kids line. They have Gorilla Munch Corn Puffs. Is that like their kicks? Uh, Yes. Good call. I couldn't really figure it out. Yeah, it'd be like a kick. So just a standard corn puff. Yeah. Peanut Butter Panda Puffs. That would be their Captain Crunch Peanut Butter Crunch. Correct. They have Chocolate Choco Chimps Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. Chocolate koala crisp. You got me on that one. That's the cocoa crispies. Cocoa crispies. All right. Uh, peanut butter and chocolate leapin lemurs. That's the Reese's puffs. Right. They have cinnamon jungle munch.
1: No. What? Yeah. What is that? That and doesn't that is, sound like anything.
0: It's like a cinnamon Cap'n Crunch puff. Okay. All which right. I feel like they did like in the seventies. Right. Cinnamon yeah. crunch. Yeah. Uh, and then lightly frosted Amazon flakes.
1: Frosted
0: Flakes, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> lightly Frosted Amazon Flakes. Yeah, lightly Frosted. Come on, people. Not too much frosting. Right. And Amazon Flakes is awesome. So I ended up going to Kroger. Uh, they have like a big organic section. And they had all of these except for the Amazon Flakes. Oh. I ended up picking up the Peanut Butter Chocolate and Lemurs and the Cinnamon Jungle Munch. The reason I did the Peanut Butter Chocolate Lemurs is that I basically i am trying the peanut butter panda puffs and the chocolate
1: choco chimps at the same time it's, uh, it's, it's a it's a good move it's a nice move I mm-hmm. ended up only being able to get the peanut butter panda puffs even though there is a Whole Foods in my area I wasn't able to get there so mm-hmm. I, I just got went to target that was literally the only one that they had they only had the peanut butter panda puffs a lot of Cascadian Farms nearby but not mm-hmm. the but that, that was the only kids one alright so what'd you think okay so peanut butter panda puffs I pour it into the bowl I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna. Ta- I'm just gonna walk you through it, like I always mm-hmm. do, Paul. Mm-hmm. I pour. I pour into the bowl. First thing I notice is I feel like that the the uh, puffs are a little smaller. Than, yep. Uh, oh than yeah. Mhm. Dwarf right. puffs. So I pour. I pour it into the bowl. It's smaller than I think it is. Uh. Or th- uh, it's smaller than I thought it would be. Smaller uh, than the average puff. Smaller than the average puff. I uh, pour the milk on top and I am struck by one, even, even as I get to the bottom of the thing, it's still crunchy. It still has that same like Cap'n Crunch crunch. It still has the same structure because, you know, I, I use soy milk, so things get soggier in soy milk faster than they do in like a regular milk. Nick, Science Corner, the fats that are in a, uh, a regular cow milk mm-hmm. make it so that, cereal stays crunchy longer than if mm-hmm. you were to pour like a skim milk or a soy milk or an almond milk on top. So it did stay crunchy the whole way through, which was, uh, you know, impressive. They didn't have the biochemical engineers that created peanut butter crunch in order to yep. create it. So, so eat <laughs> it. Uh, I, the, the only thing I really noticed that was different was that it didn't have that slick like oil taste that, mm-hmm. that, that that peanut butter crunch has. It didn't have yeah. that, didn't have that slickness to it. Otherwise, it's, it's almost indistinguishable. I just, it still t- tastes like peanut butter or that vague suggestion mm-hmm. of peanut butter that both the cereals have. It's still very sweet. Uh, yeah, that's, that was, my, that was my, my taste impression of it. What, mm-hmm. what did you think when you when you been in some of these?
0: They were hard as... <gasps> <Dude>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I ate them for dinner today, for breakfast uh-huh. this morning, and for breakfast yesterday. Uh-huh. And the lower half of my mouth is like a little bit raw. <laughs> so they you so- felt like that
1: you need to, to have soaked it like some granula. Oh,
0: my God. They were so hard. Oh, man. Uh, th- so the peanut butter chocolate Leap and Lemurs, which I'm going to use every opportunity to say Leap and Lemur.
1: I mean, why wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> the peanut butter chocolate Leap and Lemurs were really good but the one thing about the peanut butter, and you touched on this a little bit, is there's not that just rolled and creamy peanut butter texture. Right. I felt like the flavor was really good, but it wasn't like as potent as I'm used to.
1: Oh, you, you didn't feel that the taste was was all the way there. It wasn't all the way there. Yeah. It, and, it, was, a, it was It was. like 80% P- mm-hmm. PVC. Yep.
0: Yep. It was still, the the of Lemurs were still really good though. Hmm. Really okay. good. I mean... And it wasn't terrible. Here's the thing, too, that it wasn't terribly expensive, at least where I got them. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to go low sugar or anything like that. Right. If you're a parent or if you have a parent that is like all into organic and all that stuff, these are better than what you're expecting. I'm expecting every time I have to eat like an organic, non GMO, no high fructose corn syrup cereal, I'm expecting Uncle Sam. <laughs>
1: should not expect Uncle Sam every time that you have a low-sugar cereal. Yeah.
0: It's like whenever we uh, go to, like, we have breakfast with my parents. It's like, hey, Paul, do you want toast? And I'm like, well, what kind of toast is it? And it's just like, oh, it's this, you know, 12-grain flaxseed whole wheat. No thanks, Mom. <laughs> no it's
1: thanks. Like, I'd, I'd lo- rather have
0: the, the the terrible thing for my body. Yeah. Then. It's like uh, you're, this bread weighs as much as like a four-year-old. I just, Paul,
1: I don't understand, but like, I mean, I, I know this is off topic, but toast is like all about what you put on top of the toast. Like, what, what does it matter what, what the toast is made out of? Because I've noticed that the denser
0: and like more crap is in the bread, the topping, as you chew the bread, the topping wears out and then you're stuck with this awful bread.
1: I, I know that your usual way of eating the bread is to just lick all the stuff off the top of the bread and then eat the bread. But like, if you eat them all in like a in the same at the same time, then you don't have that problem. I eat my toast like Oreo cookies, basically. <laughs> this Is what we're talking about. Here. You put you put the you put the jam on top, and you just lick the whole thing, and then yeah, you tear it in half, and you eat the eat the the hash one by one. Yeah, that's well, not the way that everybody else eats the toast, though. That's okay.
0: That's fine. I, I think this topic too is a perfect, and we're going to get into this a little bit more. But it's a per, it's sort of a perfect. Description of the weirdness of my eating habits. Like I will buy crappy white bread, Uh but I will top it with all natural French jam that costs three times more than like a regular jam.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then, I mean, with your eating habits, you have to go like mega stuff. Heavy jam, natural
0: peanut butter, organic Uh honey, Uh all that stuff on top of my loaf of white bread that was 89 cents. It's just bizarre.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically like you have all these beautiful amazing ingredients. Farmers farmers gave it to you like they 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 you saw them wring it out of the bees themselves into the jar. <laughs> yeah. And then that, that's how you make honey, right? They just, they just wring bees, right? They just kind of like twist the bees around until the, the honey drips out of them. Yeah, that's
0: know. how they make olive oil too. They just twist the olive oil till yeah. a drop comes out. Exactly. They
1: twist each individual olive and they just kind of twist it around and then the, the juice that comes out and it's immediately oiled. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anyway, you, you get all this amazing honey and this jam and stuff like that. And then you're like, well, I guess I need some conveyance in order to eat all of these condiments. Let's just buy a loaf of poison. I'm just going <laughs> to have some of this this uh, this spray, this airbrushed white poison and I'm just going to eat it on top of that. It'll be fine. Mm. It's fine. It'll, it'll be, yeah, it's fine. It just goes right through you. It's just fine. I'm just going to buy this loaf of trans fat. I'm just going to slice it up and uh, toast no it No
0: trans fat. Thank you. It's it's bleached, <laughs> refined flour. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, the, so the, I had the, the Leap and Lemurs. They were pretty good. I mean, they, they're good. I will finish. I mean, I will finish the box. Like, I, I got to be honest. I probably, oh man, I feel bad saying it, but I probably wouldn't buy it again. I mean, it's no, sort of like, it. it's not the
1: same. So, like, if you had to, a choice between the Reese's Puffs and Leapin' Lemurs, you would choose the Reese's Puffs. Yeah. every t- Like, 10 out of 10 times.
0: Oh, yeah. 10 out of 10. Interesting. Okay. Um, the other, So, I was torn between the—I really wanted the lightly frosted Amazon Flakes because those are called Amazon Flakes because they're sweetened with cane sugar from the Amazon.
1: Seems like—I don't think that you need to pull it directly from the Amazon.
0: Uh, and they have a blue parrot on the cover.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well.
0: Um, but so I was torn. Ta- I was torn between the Gorilla Munch Corn Puffs, which instantly I, I decided no. It was came down to the Chocolate Koala Crisp or the Cinnamon Jungle Munch. Mm-hmm. I really wanted the Chocolate Koala Crisp because I love Cocoa Krispies, but I really studied the box and the product just didn't look very good. Interesting. It looked okay. like Rice Krispies without the holes. You know what I mean? How would you make? How would it make the crispy sound without the holes? I have no idea. Now there's no guarantee of a of a sound. That's true. This is not snap crackle pop in the fourth beetle. <laughs> pow. Pow. Yes. <laughs> snap crackle pop. Pow. Yeah. Yeah. They made a good choice.
1: <laughs> they, they need to drop that. They need to <laughs> drop that fourth beetle.
0: Yeah. So I passed on that. I went with the cinnamon jungle munch too because that one I felt like there was nothing else like it. So I was like, I got to try this. Pellets are the same size as the. One's you and I had. Mm-hmm. It is so cinnamony. Really? It's. I think it's right up your alley. Interesting. I, S- I do enjoy that. Super cinnamony. Wow. Okay. Not as good as the other ones, though. I think maybe it might just be me with my. It just might be my taste buds, but it was very, very, very cinnamony. Yeah. When do you gotta get cinnamon? Nothing. What's your problem uh, with cinnamon? It was just. It was too much. Too much cinnamon, I think. But for a guy like you. Might be mm-hmm. the right amount of cinnamon.
1: Might be the right amount.
0: As I'm doing my research, as I'm eating my fancy cereal here, it's it's interesting because I I understand what they're going for. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually do believe in a lot of this type of stuff. I'm big on sort of like a sustainable concept of living. You know, sure. we have a lot of like old furniture and we will buy it like from a resale place, like reusing a lot of stuff. I do sort of prefer things. Like if you had a choice between something that was organic and not organic and the two are identical, I mean, obviously you would pick the organic one. You would Mm -hmm. cut out sugar when possible. I've Mm -hmm. reduced my soda consumption as much as possible. But I don't know why it's just like, it's just the way that the story is told that it's just like,
1: uh Well, that's the thing is that this is, this whole cereal line is being sold on a story. And it's not necessarily about it being healthier because it's not healthier than the other cereals. Like, you know, this only has two grams less sugar than than the peanut butter crunch, like the, the Panda Puffs. How much
0: did, yeah, how much did yours
1: have? Is it eight? It's uh, It has uh, seven grams of sugar. Yeah, so, so the, 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 the lemurs have eight. You're, you're absolutely right. It has 130 calories, and then with milk, it's 170 calories, and that's more than Peanut Butter Crunch has. Uh-huh. Uh, peanut Butter Crunch has more vitamins. Uh, there's more fat, or more fats in general, because there's a, apparently a negligible amount of trans fat in Peanut Butter Crunch. It has, you know, a pretty equal amount of fiber. It has a pretty equal, like everything's pretty much equal by comparison. Uh, the only thing that's different is that, you know, the ingredients in Panda Puffs are certified organic, which doesn't necessarily mean that they're better for you or healthier right. for you. It just means it's just about the process. Right. That you know, it doesn't use pesticides, it doesn't use GMOs, it doesn't use anything like that. So you're you're buying the process and you're buying the story. You're not necessarily buying a better, healthier product.
0: Mm-hmm. The, you're no, you're you're absolutely right. There's there's two things about nature's path though that I do appreciate. Um one is if you do look at the ingredients, one thing it does not list, which drives me crazy, mm-hmm. is natural flavor. Yeah. Like the concept that natural flavor could be an ingredient. Uh-huh. That is like, what are we making, cigarettes? Like, it's just – and I've read so many different articles about that's a legal thing. They're allowed to say natural flavor, and that's sort of where they lump in, like, the secret to the flavor that they're using. Right. So it can't be copied. But it's also just a way for them to tuck away all the stuff they're putting in this that you don't know about. So that's one thing that I really think was is cool about Nature's Path. You read the ingredient label. You recognize everything that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing that I've noticed with cereal, especially, is the there must have been some kind of law passed where companies have to disclose if they're using genetically modified ingredients. So I'm seeing it on General Mills and Kellogg's products where it will say manufactured with some or partially or what I like, you know, manufactured with some genetically modified ingredients. Mm-hmm. And that's something where I'm not quite sure where I stand on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me... I understand the benefits of some genetically modified foods, and um, and I also understand like how that could be a slippery slope, and mm-hmm. so I, I get it, I understand it. I I don't think it's as dire for us at the, like right now. I I think that maybe like if we started down like a, a GMO path in like twenty years, maybe or you know ten years, maybe even I can see how that could be dangerous for us in the future. Right,
0: or like in the synthetic meat.
1: Yeah. Well, Which, I mean, synthetic meat is is a, is a different different thing entirely. I think that we'll all be eating crickets in in, in in a few years, though. That's gonna be that's gonna be the next thing for us. Are you, you excited, excited about Are you excited about eating crickets? Cricket, I mean, they got a they got a nice crunch to them. Cricket flour is is becoming a thing. <laughs> I, I've heard that. I'm not lying to you. Cricket flour is gonna be a thing. I think it's well, already think- actually like a thing that people are using in order to make cookies and stuff, in order to add like extra protein into the cookies. So what is it
0: just a flour derived from dead crickets yep that's exactly what it is that is weird see now you lost me I, I really <laughs> I really was coming over to your side and now I'm like well going back to gold metal flour
1: <laughs> yeah it's um I don't know like I, I like the idea of making a synthetic meat um like especially since they've got like a they've got like a lock on on chicken like there's one company that's got like that's got chicken down uh, down to the texture down to the fibers down to everything although i also am somebody that doesn't think that you need necessarily synthetic meat just eat good vegetables like if you yeah. i like a vegetarian spot that is focused on vegetables and isn't trying to like fake a hamburger like i like i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to eat a fake right. hamburger thinking i'm going to eat a hamburger like that's not they're not going to be the same and they and they shouldn't be the same but, yeah,
0: it's a black bean patty that's just trying to be a black bean patty.
1: Right. If I'm going to eat a, a vegetarian hamburger, like I'm okay with eating a black bean patty. Like those can be very good on their own as long as they're not trying to pretend to be hamburgers. That's what I'm cool with. I'm cool with like vegetarian places that are, you know, let's make let's make vegetables as, as good as they can be. Let's, you know, vegetables are, there's a lot of vegetables that are very tasty. There's a lot of ways that we can make vegetables really good. Let's do that instead of focusing on trying to make, trying to fake meat stuff with vegetables like that's that just seems like a waste of time yeah it's not gonna work it's not gonna work and you you could be focusing your time on better efforts on better things i got a little game for us a
0: game well a little okay a little discussion don't get too excited um tell me the most paul thing that you eat and enjoy Uh uh-huh and i will have to tell you the most nick thing that i eat and enjoy
1: Okay. Okay. This is going to be interesting. The most Paul thing that I eat is there are these... Where I get them is not Paul at all. I get them from the Asian market. And uh, I don't actually... can't. I can't actually read the label, but they're these... Oh, the Paul meter is really low right now. <laughs> but they are... They're Funyuns, basically. It's, it's, oh. that's, that's all they are. They're like... They're Funyuns from Asia. And so, like, they're like Funyuns, but like their, uh, their onion flavor is like turned up. And it's... So good, probably super bad for you. I can't read it, so I don't know how bad it is for me. But it's so good. God, I do love funyuns, man. Onions are good, dude. They and taste And your so breath good.
0: is like so bad after.
1: Oh, it's the worst. Like you could, <laughs> you could, like if you if you eat enough funyuns and like breathe on like a like a wooden house, it would just burn down. I feel. Like. <laughs> yeah, like if you breathe on a plant, it yeah. just dies. It would dude. just wither and die right there. <laughs> If you if you were to talk to, like if you ate a bunch of Funyuns and then went into a meeting and talked to somebody, their face would just melt like the you know like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you don't eat hot dogs? No, no, we don't. I don't buy meat here. But you eat meat out? Yeah. If we're, I mean, are we? I thought that we we're just including things that we buy from the grocery store. Are we going to no, include no, no, things? No, 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 no.
0: Just in general, yeah. Because I mean, every time we talk, it's like. Oh, I get this bread from the farmers market, and I get oh. these uh, these yellow raisins that are have uh, their roots in ancient Venice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, well then let me talk about. Oh God.
0: Paul. Well, let me ask you this: What did you eat when you went to the Chargers game?
1: Oh, when I okay, so I went to the the Rams game. So sorry, I, the Rams game. So there's this uh, again. I'm going to describe this, and it's gonna and the the palm meter is going to go real low, but. Uh, <laughs> The first thing I had when I went to the Rams game was uh, there's this local place called Soul Sausage. It's a uh, you know there's only two locations, and they have this like pop up that's outside of the the stadium, okay, on, on game day, uh, and it's just it's Korean sausages, and so Ooh. I just had like this giant spicy uh, Korean sausage with like uh, Korean spices, and it was uh, it was a Colby, uh meat sausage, mm-hmm. super good. And then after that, I had the uh, Let's see. I had a, a, an entire bag full of uh, of the saltiest popcorn that I've ever had in my yes, life. Yes, there we go. Now <laughs> and, something I understand. And then, uh, yeah, just water because I don't, yeah, I don't drink soda either. So, um, yeah, just that. And like, I, I brought it because I went with my, my, my buddy Derek, and uh, we were sitting in the sands. And I was like, I bought I brought this bag of popcorn. He's like, cool. I'll have some in a little bit. And by by the time he was like ready to have some, I I, I like almost completed the entire bag myself. Mm-hmm. And it was like. You know, it was like two feet high, this bag of popcorn. It sounds
0: very L.A. to me that they had a Korean sausage place.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, a sure. Yeah. And, like, that was the thing was, like, there's, you know, the Coliseum is a very old stadium. And it's not like they have state-of-the-art, like, restaurant facilities inside the stadium. But, like, on the outside, yeah, it's very L.A. to have a bunch of, like, restaurant pop-ups that are, like, all around, all the way around uh-huh. the, the track around the stadium, like, just outside.
0: Um, I've got to think of the most Nick thing I eat. yeah. And I feel like it's going to be the, the sort of like, you're, you know, this feeling you have inside that you're like, oh, I think this is really Paul, but it's not very Paul. I feel the uh, same way about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to make fun of everything. Uh, so here today for lunch, we went to West Egg Cafe.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And I had the egg sandwich for lunch.
1: That's definitely something that I would do. Yeah.
0: But it was regular bread, but it had avocado and thick cut bacon and some weird candied tomato spread
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah that sounds good like yeah tomato was, GM.
0: yeah exactly it was something like that um, what else I do like quinoa burgers what is that a loofah it's a quinoa yeah, quinoa burgers are good, right? Like they're really good. I mean, I can't overdo it because I will be out of commission. <laughs> but like if I'll go somewhere and if they have a quinoa burger, it's a pretty good chance I'm eating it.
1: When you say out of commission, do you mean like the same way that Brett's out of commission when he eats life cereal?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, boy, yeah, it's a little too much. A little too much for me sometimes. What else is is very Nick? I think you won. I think you won, but I think that
1: football game puts you over the edge. The only time I ever eat things that I think that cross over to the Paul boundary is either when I'm at like a game, or like at a stadium, or when I'm on a road trip. So like mm-hmm. when Jillian and I go up to drive up to San Francisco, we end up passing through this uh this place called Taon Ranch. Yeah, there's a – we always get gas at the same place and we always stop by the Wendy's because like that's our that's our cheat time. That's that's the time mm-hmm. when we're like, okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get chicken spicy chicken nuggets, we're gonna get our spicy chicken sandwiches, and we're gonna get on the road, and we're gonna eat all those fries and we're gonna get frosties. And uh um, yes. Same you thing got to. Yeah. Same thing with in and out If we're going to have in and out it's usually when we're on the road or if there's somebody from out of town that really wants in and out But mostly road trips is just the only time that that happens.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely a big fast food guy on road trips, mostly for time. Yeah, for sure. Like a road trip is the perfect excuse to eat crap. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, like, well, I, I got to stay awake. I got to make time. I got to make time. I gotta, I, I'm so tired. Yeah. I better have a 64 ounce Coke. <laughs> keep me awake
1: and then the cup doubles as a urinal Uh uh-huh yeah for sure and then you know me i'm like well i'm gonna i I need the trail mix to keep the to keep myself awake because i need Mm -hmm. something to graze on and exactly uh, because that's the only way i stay awake on road trips is i have to i have to constantly keep grazing i have to Mm. constantly like you know if i if i i'm like a cow i have to keep chewing or else i just fall asleep and Mm. that's I mean, you know me. I don't. I don't drive. So I. Oh,
0: that's uh, right. So you're just chilling. What do you need to stay awake for? Because what the it's, hell is
1: this? It's rude. It's rude to, to fall asleep <laughs> with, someone else, with someone else. driving. That's that's a, if because like my job as as the as the passenger as the navigator as the person as the com, to,
0: as the commander Riker.
1: Yeah, I, as 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 the number two <laughs> is like I one am in charge of. Uh, I'm I'm in charge of making sure that that I can. Communicate with the driver, make sure that she's awake, she's, she's cool, she's comfortable. You know, if there's some kind of... If we get, like, a fast food and, like, you know, tops have to be opened or, like, mm-hmm. fries have to be spilled out or, like, dips, like, I'm in charge of the dips and all that kind of stuff to make sure... Like, I, I'm facilitating the driver. A burger asleep, has
0: to be opened up and the paper wrapped around half of it.
1: Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's a clutch position. Man. It's a clutch position. <laughs> and so like I'm 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 facilitating. And so if I fall asleep on the job, like, My favorite, favorite, favorite road trip
0: team teamwork piece is if I have a bottle of some sort, mm-hmm. my wife will hold the bottle and I'll twist it open. Very nice. Like so because so I don't have to two-hand it. I'm like, yeah. yes. This is like how a doctor and a nurse work during surgery. Like it's so well timed. Yeah. I was like, "All right, cool. Like we get the bag, I pass it over, we hit the road, papers are opened up, mm-hmm. egg McMuffin is wrapped in half, uh-huh. the napkin is put on my knee, the hash brown is ready to go." Yeah. It's just it's a good team. Nick, I think you and I could road trip this show and it would be it could have a dashboard cam turn the other way and it could be something. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, it could be something we can make it work, man. We can make it we work. We could
0: we could end uh, all war by showing how well the two of us manage a road
1: trip. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, we just uh, we just create instructional videos and then we just we sell those. That could be our alternate uh, yeah. financial stream. How to road trip videos.
0: Yeah, and then uh, uh, there would be a percentage decline in. Uh, highway accidents because we're showing people how to properly drive together.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know what this leads to? If you're driving alone, hmm. get a friend. You have to get a friend. You got a carpool. You got to start carpooling. And that's better for the environment. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: I have to say, I'm glad we started with Nature's Path when we, when we with our first organic non-GMO cereal.
1: Why, why that specifically?
0: I really like that they are still a privately owned company. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. I also like the fact that they have a line of. They sort of get it. They they can't just make granola. They can't just make bran flakes. They've got these flavors that are comparable to sort of like the major brands out there that kids are going to naturally be attracted to. Mm-hmm. And I like that they have products that sort of cater to that, and they're and they're edible. Like they're good.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like they. I feel like that a lot of these brands fall into the trap where they have to be where they feel like they have to be the healthiest cereal and the best for the environment cereal mm-hmm. or the best for whatever cereal. It, they, they chose a path. They are just like, OK, we're going to make cereals that are with at least taste wise. They compete with the with the brand name cereals. And where we're going to differentiate ourselves is that we're going to one, we're going to have a better process in how to make them. So we're going to include agricultural best practices we're going to make sure there are any pesticides. We're going to make sure we're organic. We're going to make sure all these things. And then on top of that, we're also going to be the ones that donate money to charity every time that you mm-hmm. buy this product. It's almost like they've conceded to the fact that they're not going to be able to compete with the brand name cereals unless they have some sort of that production process. like They, mm-hmm. they have the same chemical makeup, at least, of uh, as the other cereals. But they can like upgrade everything else around that cereal in order to, to make it Uh, balance out environmentally
0: and I think they're really doing a service to the harmony of the family because parents want kids to eat a certain way because it's what they believe in but kids want to eat the junk that tastes awesome that they see on TV and this really this keeps the argument to a minimum Mm -hmm. yeah by saying you want uh, Reese's Puffs how about these chocolate leaping lemurs and just tell yourself it's
1: Reese's right but you'll thank me in 20 years, mom guilt. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't think kids would know the difference once they, if they ate the cereal. Uh, if you didn't show them the label, you didn't show them any of the other stuff about the cereal, you just poured into a bowl and the kids weren't like intimately familiar with what peanut butter crunch looked like. And you looked at the bowl and you tasted it. You would be like, this is peanut butter crunch. You know, oh. it's better in a lot of different ways than the corporate brands. Because like, you know, you buy this product and... You know part of one percent of the proceeds go to uh, go to environmental agencies or environmental uh, organizations mm-hmm. which is more than you can say for Captain Crunch fat Cap Captain Crunch sitting over there <laughs> rolling in we're rolling his dough where are his tax returns is what That's I right
0: know. yeah 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 where's his birth certificate
1: yeah where's Captain Crunch's birth certificate mm-hmm where's his uh his uh physical report yeah I want I want to see how he, how well he's doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What about that time he had scurvy? <laughs> he yeah, definitely he had it? scurvy.
1: There's mm-hmm. no there's no uh, vitamin C. It, wait, is there no vitamin C? I mean, I, I I shouldn't make such.
0: No, no. I I will make a a broad sweeping statement. No vitamin C in his doubloons. No vitamin C in his quote berries. Okay, and it's been. <laughs> And all of his health issues have been buried because the naval media does not want you to know the truth.
1: That he yeah. They don't want you to know the truth. They don't want mm-hmm. They don't want you to know that he's unfit to be the, the leader of being a butter Captain Crunch.
0: Yeah, he's unfit to be a captain. The, first of all, the guy is like 90 years old. Yeah. Okay. He is wearing the same uniform they gave him when he first joined. Yeah. He, it doesn't, the know, dude is is behind the times. The rumor is He's not even really a captain. Mm. Oh, I mean, the rumor mill is just rife with conspiracy about his rank. You know, he may not even exist. He could just be like that Al Pacino movie where the model was just a VR
1: program. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the original Wheaties, all the all the cover models on the original Wheaties box?
0: Yeah, it's just all Simone. <laughs> I think if... if This is a way of eating that is important to you. This is a very good way to go and still be able to play along with the Super Cereal Podcast. Because if you're eating, you know, flaxseed flakes, I mean, why do you even bother listening to the show? It's like watching people eat while you're fasting. Maybe
1: that's it. Maybe people listen to the program because they want to hear us talk about, they want to hear us describe how these cereals taste because they can't eat those cereals.
0: It's like yeah, hanging around with smokers and letting them blow the secondhand smoke <laughs> into your face,
1: or just like you know, like on TV whenever they have like a model be like, "Why don't you describe that piece of cake for me, real quick? I yeah. just want I just want to listen to you. I just want to watch you eat it. Can I just watch you eat it? You know, we joke, but there's some weirdo on this like riding
0: uh, mass transit, and he's like, "Oh my god, Paul just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white bread." <laughs> As he, like, you know, is eating his organic figs and avocado spread.
1: Why is he eating figs and avocado spread? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Why do you guys eat anything that you eat? I don't think I've had a, a fig in, like, a million years. Figs, Unless it was inside a Newton. And that's just fruit and cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was such a good commercial. <laughs> a cookie is just a cookie, but a Newton is fruit and cake. That's Now, that sidebar, that one right there, This that's a big discussion in our household. My wife thinks Fig Newtons are terrible.
1: Why? No. No, they're She doesn't good. care
0: for them. She doesn't like them. And I think they're amazing. No,
1: but they're delicious. I also like uh, sugar wafers. Yeah, I also like sugar wafers, too. And, and Nilla wafers, yeah. Nick, I feel like you are really
0: deep down inside a normal guy uh-huh. and you have this need to suppress that and be this California person. Here's the thing, Paul.
1: I, I do very much like the California healthy lifestyle. I do, I, do, I do like it, but I think that I like it more because it hides the inner monster inside of me because if there <laughs> wasn't this veneer of wanting to be more healthy and wanting to, to, to better myself... That I would only eat Oreos. So this is your version of finding religion, basically. Yeah, I was just like, you know, I have to, I have to quell the the uh, the original sin that's inside of me, and that original the passions, sin, <laughs> the, the passions, to, yeah, th- these passions that is basically just like a gluttonous monster that if it was if it was left to its own devices and left to run rampant, it would only subsist on. Oreos, Mountain Dew, Doritos in wow. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I would, I would, I, my cereal would be just uh, Cool Ranch Doritos in a bowl with uh, Code Red poured on top of it, oh. and then with, a, with a sprinkling of Oreos on top of that. I think that would probably be <laughs> the only thing I would eat actually.
0: You know, I think the fact that we're like 3,000 miles apart might be the best thing for you.
1: Yeah, it's, I think that's the best thing. Because
0: yeah. I, I could bring out the junk monster in you pretty easily.
1: Yeah, and I, I can't have it. I can't I can't deal with that. Can't have it. I can't have it.
0: All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's wrap up this organic baby.
1: <laughs> so bottom line is uh, this product is actually a lot better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, EnviroKids turned out to be better, in, even though it's got kind of a story that could... Maybe turn you off. Maybe it, it's a little too... Um, pretentious. Pretentious. It's a little pretentious.
0: Yeah. Um, and just to sort of piggyback on what you're saying, you're right. It can feel a little snotty. It can feel a little pretentious. But it's it's one of those things where I really do believe that the company does have its heart in the right place. Mm-hmm. It's not... I really don't want to throw anyone under the bus. So I'm just going to say like, it's not like when a big corporation launches a competitive brand, a brand that's going to compete with a company like Nature's Path and acts like it gives a crap as part of the marketing. Like, (laughs) Like this company's marketing is about a better environment, a better quality product with better ingredients that you can trust, but they actually live it and it's who they are. It's not just the message they're selling. Yeah. So it's it's definitely worth a try, especially if I think it's a pretty good way for people to sort of baby step into the concept of shopping organic and shopping non-GMO and sort of doing a comparison because you're not going to go broke and it's so friggin hard it's going to last you a month.
1: Yeah, I mean this is a good way to like for people that shop Toms and like they like the idea of like buying something that contributes something else to to. Uh you know, to somebody that's less advantaged, or to that you know has like a charitable component to it. Like this is this is the avenue that you might want to try, or you might want to mm-hmm. go down.
0: I don't. I feel like we haven't really ended a show with such a beaming
1: endorsement in a long time. I think that this is the first time that we've had like a serial that we didn't already know the score of that we, yeah. came, we came into and we were kind of both impressed by. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the Super Serial podcast. Uh, you can hear us on SoundCloud. You can hear us on iTunes also, Mm -hmm. and Google Play Music, and on Overcast, and on Stitcher, which I don't know if anybody actually uses Stitcher. I I still am not sure if that's an actual thing, but we're there too. Yeah, and
0: you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on our Tumblr page.
1: And on our Tumblr page, which hopefully I will be able to update. I've been really... Slacking on updating the Tumblr page. I'm going to do better this week. Uh, I might actually, I might take it uh, a few episodes back so that we could, because there's some things like for the granola episode, we inserted a clip of from John Green uh, testing out the, putting the Nature's Valley granola bars in the microwave life hack thing. I want to mm-hmm. make sure that that video is on there because I want to make sure that John Green gets credit. I just don't want Nerdfighter fans come and attack me and try to skin me alive. I don't want that. So, is that John Green, the author? John Green, the author. Yeah, he's been on YouTube with his brother for since like 2007, and they have like a whole like organization around them called Nerd Fighters. They're all like super fans and uh, awesome. Yeah. So anyway, he also is on Mental Floss. He does the Mental Floss videos, and like that was what that was part of. Anyway. I just don't want the Nerdfighters to come and flame me. So I'm going, to <laughs> to that. I'm going to give him credit and uh, that'll, that'll be on the Tumblr page soon. Uh,
0: the other thing too, is you can contact us at super at gmail.com. And we are asking for your questions and your comments. We want to start getting some input here because we would, we would love to do a sort of like a mailbag episode yeah, towards the great. end of the season. So uh, it can simply be a statement about how much you hate us. Or it could be a legitimate question. So send us your questions. Mm-hmm. Also, if you are interested in any of the Monster Cereal swag, feel free to send us an email and ask because it's I got to do something
1: with it. Yeah. So uh, this is Nick. And this is Paul. And this has been Cereal. Organic Cereal! Cereal. 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 I got a perfect cold open for you. Okay. So I'm watching this video today. It's about butthole maintenance. And I was looking at the foods that are good for butthole maintenance. You know what is a good food for butthole maintenance?
0: Can we not say butthole?
1: Bung hole? Okay, what is a good food for For, maintenance? Do you want to know a good food for your bunghole maintenance? Yes. Cereal, specifically like high fiber stuff. Yeah, high fiber is uh, good for your for your bunk hole, for your for your, or for your butthole.
0: <laughs> I want to ask questions, but I don't want to encourage the continuation of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs>